Hello, you are listening to Pre-Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla Beatty, sit down with a guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week is Neve Farrell, the singer and lead performer of Ham yeah. Sandwich, we say? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Neve. Thanks, Emil, for having me. I'm, oh. I'm delighted to do this now. I listened to your episode with Sophie White and it was brilliant. Oh, thank I loved you. It. I loved oh, it. She's yeah. fab, isn't she? It was really great. Um, no, I'm so glad you came. I know you had a bit of a way to come. So I really appreciate you yeah, taking no the time Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we were just saying that we've we followed each other for a couple of years on Instagram. Yeah, but we've I never think actually so. Met yeah, we've never actually met before. And uh, yeah, I was always kind of following yourself and what you were doing and stuff. And uh, oh, yeah, you. I just kind of, you know, when you f- like follow somebody online or you see somebody online and, you, and you're like, I would definitely get on with that person if we met. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I yeah. thought that. I was like, I, thought that I was too. like, de- definitely kind of, you know, uh, that's what I thought about it. And uh, yeah, it's it's nice to be here. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. Yes, maybe it's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yes. <laughs> we are drinking tequila soda and lime cordial. Yes. Um, which was your choice. Yes. Um, it's actually gorgeous. Cheers. It's really nice. Cheers. Thank you for this. Um, no I worries. Yeah, I love it. It's like my new, it's my new drink. I was kind of into the the Sauvignon Blanc there for a good while. Okay. I get into that. And then a couple of weeks ago, I had three glasses on a night out, not even on a night out of an evening kind yeah. of thing. And I felt so bad the next day. Really? That I just went, that's it. I'm You're done. done. I yeah. was just done straight away. I was like, I really don't want to feel like this. Yeah. You know, it was like one of those hangovers. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> the wine gives me a horrible headache these days. Yeah. Really and kind of puts does. me to sleep as well. Um, yeah. It's not a nice kind of drunk. I always find I get like, uh, if I'm drinking a lot of wine, I get a little bit sloppy, you know, <laughs> okay, like a yeah. little bit kind of, and I don't remember things. And I'm like, what have I said? Oh, or what have I, like, I tend to like go mad on the dance floor and stuff. So I'm like, did I make an absolute <laughs> tit out of myself? I, <laughs> so hate that I don't feeling. want that. I blacked out last week, um, which I haven't done in years. Oh no. Um, and just cannot remember like any of the night, um, which is such a horrible feeling it's the next the morning. Worst. Apparently like, I'm like quite exactly the same as I am not blacked out when I'm blacked out, but okay. I can't believe that. You know, you always think that like you've done something horribly embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, like another side of your personality just comes out. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, the topic du jour is a bit of a weird one, but okay. um, I think we'll enjoy it. Um it is Hit It Nile. Jealousy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's, okay. let's talk about jealousy. Um, oh, are you a jealous person, Neve? Yes. Are you? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Like oh, this. I'm so is... glad you said yes. <laughs> yeah. Like this is like, and I've spoken to people about jealousy before. Like it's a big kind of. I just love. Um, like it. It's a horrible emotion. It's horrible. Like it's a horrible emotion to have, mm-hmm. but it's and it's something that bubbles up, a lot, and I think once you learn what it is and once you learn what sets you off you can control it a little bit better yeah you know what I mean I definitely find like maybe that I'm older and I kind of like I don't really care too much what people think about me anymore and I don't really you know what I mean I'm like you do you and I do me and that's it like you know Mm -hmm. but 
when those feelings kind of bubble up and they do like and I'm a 40 year old woman and I still get <laughs> jealous like it's just to me that's like a little bit crazy but then you're like everybody feels jealousy definitely and I think the sooner a person can admit that the better definitely. you're gonna deal with it yeah you know yeah yeah in like such a I suppose like music is probably such a competitive field or something um, yeah would, so like how would you manage your jealousy in terms well, of well it's kind of like yeah it's kind of what I suppose jealousy kind of bubbles up when like you see people kind of doing stuff that like you would have maybe have loved to done oh, or yeah. you know what I mean and you're just kind of like like why didn't I get to do that you know yeah. and it's like and it's such a silly emotion to have I mm-hmm. think like you know what I mean but because you've probably done things that this other person might look at you and go, exactly. oh, I wish I would have done that. And you kind of have to keep putting yourself, like forcing yourself back into that perspective yeah. almost because it, very, very easy to like run away with the jealousy and like start like scrolling through somebody's Instagram, like with the hate just like bubbling up inside yes. you because you're just like, you can let it go out of control a little yeah. bit. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it is, and, it is, and music as well, like especially... You know, kind of over the years. I mean, we're together twenty years. You know what I mean. So you're mm-hmm. you're gonna have peaks and troughs, and of you're course. gonna have the months of where you're you know you're riding high and you're doing loads of gigs and stuff, and then you're gonna have months that go by where you're sitting in your house doing nothing. Yeah, and that's the hardest time. Definitely. You know, because you're sitting at home, you're looking at what o- other people, what festivals are doing, what gigs people are meeting and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, and that's, I find when that's when the jealousy creeps in, in terms of like, you know, looking at other musicians and stuff like that. Definitely. You know I mean? It's such a pervasive emotion. Like it yeah. really gets to you when you're, when you're down. Even like. Absolutely. Last night I went to, um, I was feeling a bit low this weekend and I went down the, to visit my dad um, in Wexford and I was like, you are not looking at Instagram tonight like you were not looking at people's stories or whatever because everything I'd see I'd be like oh, I wish I was there do you know yeah, that even just yeah. like petty shit like that yeah. but then you just go into such a downward spiral and I was like I'm actually enjoying my evening tonight do you know that yeah. kind of shit yeah. but uh, I'd be a really jealous person I would think, you be really jealous Yeah. professionally yeah yes. not in my personal life yeah same really. yeah yeah um, but yeah just I, I think yeah when, when you're in a creative space it does like it always feels like there's only so much room, I think. Um, I, I And, well, I, I definitely feel like that with, like, um, acting and stuff. Yeah. Um, the little bit of acting I've been doing, like, the... I find it really hard because I'd be quite competitive as well. I find it really hard not to rise to that, <laughs> to yeah. rise above. See, I, I don't think I'd be a very competitive person. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think I would actively kind of think of myself in competition with somebody else. Okay, yeah. But I definitely would, like, I would be jealous of the opportunities other people get and mm-hmm. stuff. And I think, like, you know, it's the same in, like, acting and music and stuff. Like, I mean, it's easy to look at a situation and think, like, oh, that person got where they were because of who they are and yeah. stuff like that. And that's just another aspect of jealousy. Because like, who gives a flying fuck if they, exactly. <laughs> you know, who their parents are or whatever, you know what I mean? They come from yeah. a, go- a well-to-do background or whatever, you know? Because it's like, um, I think you can just get bogged down in that a, a bit too much then, you know what I mean? Definitely. And you're kind of picking apart somebody else's life. Yeah. Really, yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. But yeah, I wouldn't think, I, I I would never have thought of myself as competitive. Okay. I would always kind of, 
yeah, I'd be kind of a bit, I'd shy away from that a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. And I kind of like, I'm just over here trying to be myself, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? You have to be so careful not to give in to it as well, because like the last thing I ever want to be is a bitter person, do you know? I know. And you get them so much, I don't know if you do in music, but like in some of the creative circles that I've been in, you meet someone who'd be so bitter and just giving out about everybody's yes. achievements. And I'm like, do you not know what you sound like? Yeah, like, you really do. Like, and you generally, I think generally it tends to be, kind of people maybe a bit older again than than me who have kind of been through the music industry and come out the side this like bitter shriveled person yeah and I understand how you can get like that because that person has obviously never taken a step back and looked at themselves and gone well this is my issue you know what I mean it's Mm -hmm. like your life goes how your life goes you know what I mean yeah you can't take that out on anybody else but yeah you do in music yeah there's a lot of kind of give her outers People do just give out yeah, all the yeah. time about other people. And yeah. you're like, you know, it's okay to have a little big, bit of a give out now and again, as long as you catch yourself in, I think, a Definitely. little bit and just be like, okay, yeah. that's, and brush that off and yeah. sweep that away. Yeah. We've had that feeling. Exactly. And now yeah. move on. There's a difference you between know? venting and like, I don't know, fixating. Um, yeah, absolutely you do. Yeah. No, you, that's a big thing. Like, yeah, you definitely find. Do you think that's a part of being like Irish as well, though? Us giving out so much yeah. about successful yeah. people and stuff. Definitely. The, yeah. Like, I, like that's a real thing, that begrudgery. Yes. You know, it really is a thing. And, I, and like being in the music industry for 20 years, I've seen that happen where like a band... You know, kind of nobody pays any attention to them in Ireland. They won't, nobody, you know, nobody goes to their gigs and things like that. And then Mm -hmm. this band will go away. They'll be successful somewhere else. Yeah. And, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, state of them going and doing that. Who do they think they are? And it's like, well, you didn't pay attention where they were, when they were here, you know. And I find that that happens a lot. Like, kind of like, you want to, you know, come on, come on back down there. Yeah. You can't get too full of yourself. Oh. And that's a big thing in Ireland like you know you kind of I lived in Scotland for a while Scottish people aren't like that are they not no they're I not like Scottish that yeah, I, love <laughs> I know my mom still lives over there my brother is like full Scottish really yeah oh, gorgeous. yeah 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 what part um just outside Glasgow oh I love like, Glasgow a place called Copebridge like it's okay. quite like it's a rough enough okay you know if you said to a Scottish person you grew up in Copebridge they'd be like "Ooh." okay right <laughs> so uh but I loved it my mom still lives over there but yeah, you don't get that in Scotland. Okay, right. No, no, you don't get that kind yeah. of that kind of attitude in Scotland. I think Scottish people across the board are very supportive of Scottish people who do well. That's you gorgeous. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in Ireland, it's a little bit like, don't be getting too big for your boots. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I had an ex who was Middle Eastern and he used to think it was so funny that we have so many words for the same thing, like moaning whinging giving out like he, he literally hadn't heard so many of those terms and I was like well it's what we do like and sometimes as well he'd be like to me all you've done is give out for like the last hour and I'd be like this, it's just a hobby like yeah. I'm actually feeling yeah. great yeah. I just like giving out sometimes but uh, you have to catch yourself in it definitely you do yeah and it's that's the thing it's like it's okay and it can be a laugh and you you know you can ha- be having a conversation with your friend and two years could be giving out stink about something yeah but as long as you like put that somewhere and then move on from it I think you know you're just a human being yeah feeling emotions and trying to process them yeah you know what I mean definitely and I think we definitely give out a lot to try and process emotions (laughs) (laughs) who are you jealous of right now you don't even have to name a specific but just like um 
I probably like, I mean, I love her. I love Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. But I would also definitely like, you know, feel jealous of her. Of her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just of like her attitude and her success. You know what I mean? And yeah. like just how she is and what she's done in her life. Yeah. I would say if I had to pick somebody like from the top of my head, I'd pick her. But like at the same time, I totally love her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like it's, it, um, yeah, she's been through like so many different phases, I suppose, musically and personally yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, she's just always been so beloved as well. But I love that. Like, I love that um, she reinvents herself. I love that too. I really, yeah. really like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I've always like myself personally, like I think I've always kind of done that, whether it was a, a, you know, whether it was a conscious decision or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've always kind of just gone with the flow. What You know what I mean? Definitely. What I was feeling and stuff like that. But uh, not to the scale of Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I am jealous of... Um, Whoever is married to Alexander Skarsgård. That's who I'm jealous of today. Oh, okay. Do you like him? He's, yeah, I'm I'm a bit more kind of a Pedro Pascal. Are you? Girly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I like him, like... He's too nice for me, I think. Yeah, he uh, is very nice. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of funny because it was like, when he came out with the Last of Us thing, I was like, oh my God, he's an amazing, amazing actor. And he's like really, really handsome. And it's like, you know, it's yeah. like just a, your classic Hollywood movie star. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where when you see too much of a person, you're like, mm, kind of get, it's you're happening. kind of making me yeah. feel a little bit sick now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's I absolutely love Paul Mescal. And then I, I thought that they were like the Irish media were celebrating him a bit too much lately. And I was like, please. Yeah, like please I was stop. like, just, just don't do this to him. Don't make us sick of him because I, I love know. him. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's annoying when yeah. somebody becomes like a, a darling of the media. I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had an experience where, like, you realised that someone was jealous of you? Ooh. um, I don't know. Not that, like, I mean, the odd time over the years, maybe you've come, I've come across people where in the moment they've been uh, rude or short with me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like, oh, that person wasn't really that nice, you know? Yeah. And then... You know, at, when you grow up a little bit and you kind of look back and you go, oh, well, maybe they were just a little bit jealous. Yeah. You know, and they were they were trying to process and they were like, you yeah. know, just being a bit, being rude to you. You know definitely. what I mean? I can't think of anybody specifically, but I definitely probably yeah. have been on the receiving end of. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not to the extent where, you know, somebody is sending me horrible yeah, messages yeah, yeah. or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going back to the begrudgery, actually, is that something that you've like experienced a bit? Um... Like, as in people kind of begrudging us. Yeah. Uh, like, not really, because I don't think we've ever really had, like, that kind of level of success that you need to get to for people to start okay. begrudging you of it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I we've you. maybe kind of just tipped it. Okay. You know, but, like, we've always, I mean, I probably the height of our success, pers- like, as a band, probably would have been. Um, when we released Ants back in 2010, maybe it was. Okay. And Ray Darcy put it on his show and it was just like, shh, okay. like a rocket going to space. It was it was ma- a mental time. Like those couple of months, 
you know, so we're kind of like, we were relatively successful enough yeah, then. Yeah, that would have been the, the first the, time I heard of you The su- support was lovely. Yeah. You know, we definitely felt like we had a lot of support from people. And okay, people were good. like, go on, have sandwich. You know what I mean? Brilliant. And um, I think people as well, maybe it's because we have a name, Ham Sandwich, that like, they're like, oh, they feel a bit sorry for us or like <laughs> see us as like kind of the bit silly. You know what I mean? So okay. it's like, good for you. You know what okay, I mean? It's like, you right. know, you, your band name is Ham Sandwich. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, so it's like, they don't begrudge us of any success that we managed yeah. to get. <laughs> that's maybe that's a good technique, you know, have people underestimate you. Exactly, not see you yeah, as a threat. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have someone who's been jealous of me yeah. my whole career. And like, I probably shouldn't name this person, but it's it's Joe Biden. Um, he, <laughs> do you know what he did the week what of my show? He, he shut down all the roads around oh my theatre. Oh my God. I was like, Joe, can you be any more fucking obvious that's, about this that's shit? That's pretty jealous. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. people had awful trouble getting to my show, but they still made it. They still made it. So fuck you, Joe. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My uh, husband actually met Joe Biden. Down what? At, yeah, down at the. Uh, he does sound for the Coronas. Okay. And uh, he's um, he met. Yeah, he met him on the day he was doing his speech in Mayo. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, he did when so he, many. Yeah, I can't he keep came up with. out to the ship and up to Boston, June, oh, which yes. was I thought was hilarious because it was like somebody said it was like a wrestler entering the <laughs> ring, and I was like, yes. Why did they use that like pump and kind of? I know. Yeah, I, I watched that. Clip, it was actually, so yeah. bizarre. Uh, but yeah, he met him, and he was like, he's actually he he said he has the softest hands. Oh wow! He's ever felt okay. So yeah, yeah. so good that he went for in for a second handshake. Oh, so, lovely! Yeah. <laughs> so, that's gorgeous. You <laughs> must find out his hand cream. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Have you actually ever met Michael D. Higgins? Yeah, a few times. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Is he really nice? We did the a couple of years ago. We did the <laughs> garden parties they used to do yes. in the summertime, I know, where I'm they would get like different. To get oh my god! I already have the dress picked out. The little, I swear to God, <laughs> the little sandwiches and everything that you get, like you'll never taste that as good. They're really? so good, oh. and like you get these little. Your little teacup is like a beautiful, like white porcelain with like a gold the gold presidential seal on them oh, and everything wow. it was just like oh. <laughs> um, but yeah we did a couple of songs there and uh, yeah it was just class he's so lovely his wife is lovely yeah it's just yeah they just radiate you know kind of good vibes yeah you know who, what I mean who it's the like, is going to be able to follow them I have no idea yeah they're going to have a really hard time finding somebody to follow him like it's just I don't think I'll be old enough um, no you know, would you go for it yeah the president no (laughs) (laughs) no I'm afraid not Um, okay can you tell me mm, about the most jealous you've ever been the most jealous I've ever been yeah can you even think of a time um let me think like probably I would say like maybe you know kind of when I was in my 20s I'm kind of you know, liked a guy and mm. he was going out with somebody. I remember being like, like disgustingly jealous. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that kind of way where like, you're like ashamed of yourself. You're being an asshole. Like. You're being a total fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And okay. I would have been like in my early 20s. Um, But I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I really like this guy. 
I remember and he was going out with somebody and I was so jealous. Okay. I was so jealous. Yeah. I was like, I want that. Like, what? You know? Yeah. And yeah, it made me into a total dickhead for yeah. a while. Until I copped on. I don't usually get romantically jealous. But sometimes when I'm drunk, I have to take myself home because like I'll have created this whole thing yeah. where I'm like competing with some, I don't know. Do you know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Especially, yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes it's like an insecurity with like being trans and stuff as well. Like, um, I find it very hard to like, I think when you're queer, like, and you have an attraction to somebody, you're like, mm -hmm. am I being predatory? That kind of thing. It's always like the question. And then, I don't know, just when I'm drunk, sometimes it can get yeah. to me and I'll have this like whole thing and I'll be in the taxi, but I'll take myself home. I'm pretty good at doing that. Yeah. And I'll be giving out, out about this person and everything. And then I wake up the next day and be like, what was I on? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. Yeah. I hate into... the emotion. It's horrible. It's a, it's a horrible emotion. Like it really, like to feel it, it is really horrible because it's, it does kind of change you into somebody else inside your head a little bit and it's and it is born out of insecurity which yeah. is also, which is a horrible feeling to feel like yeah. and I mean I would be like I would definitely get jealous of like you know kind of other women and stuff like that um like I I something you said on one of your other podcasts actually really stood out to me saying that you're like still feel like a teenager inside yeah. your head and like that's the way I feel mm -hmm. like I was like braces glasses like short hair like total nerd in school I was Irish in a Scottish school I was like completely you know inside my own little shell like, yeah. and I still like sometimes I still am that person and yeah. like that's uh, that brings with it a lot of insecurity definitely so I definitely kind of can catch myself sometimes getting jealous of like other women and how they look mm -hmm. and comparing myself yeah and being like I'm definitely not as Oh yeah, I good. Do that too, and you know, definitely. and it's certain, di and it's definitely like, you know, um, yeah, it's a mo, it, it's it, it, those kind of feelings can I can run away with them inside my head a little bit more yeah. than I probably should. I uh, yeah, but uh, like uh, that has to be a really common thing. I mean, society conditions you to do that, yeah, you know, especially uh, women, yeah. like, especially in women, yeah, never feel good enough. It's all, all against stuff. one another. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, Even like the other night. I was, I'm talking to my mom on Facebook and, mm -hmm. you know, um, my mom is a big woman, mm -hmm. you know, she has big boobs and, you know, she's a big woman. Yeah. And like, she's looking for clothes for her party and, you know, and she's kind of being really, really, you know, down on herself yeah. and stuff and being like, I don't think it looks good. And I'm like, mom, it's beautiful. Like when yeah. I look at my mother, I don't see any of that. No. You know, I see a giant pair of boobs, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away from them. <laughs> But, that's but like, thing. like it's my mom. Like yeah. she's fucking beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like saying this to her on the phone, and I'm just like trying to say to her that like you have had so many years of like it being shoved down your throat that like skinny is the way you know oh. you got to be skinny. And I'm like, mom, all these models that were on the magazines all the way through the 80s and 90s, like yeah. they were all just doing cocaine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. not eating anything. Yeah, like that's unsustainable. Of you know, course. it's like. It's like women have been shamed for so long for like having a tiny little bit of fat. Yeah. And it's fucking disgusting. And yeah. like, I'm kind of at the age now where I've come, I have realized all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But my mom is a bit older. So yeah. she still very much thinks and looks at herself in that way. Yeah. And I'm sure looks at the other women and, you know, oh, I wish I was her. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, Oh, it's just so fucking sad. Yeah, it is really sad. I, I do get sad for like kind of older generations sometimes because I think 
that, um, you know, in a sense, like the younger generations have had it a bit easier in terms of like body yeah. image and stuff. Yeah. But then like, you know, like my first memories of like media and stuff was, would have been when it was like a really scary time to be female, like the size zero craze and stuff yeah. in the early yeah. 2000s. And yeah. um, like that that's a horrible thing to look back on and see how celebrated it, like it, not even skinniness like unhealthiness uh, was really unhealthy celebrated. absolutely um, and then yeah I, I do think that's a great thing though now is like you know there's a lot to be to complain about these days but like now when you turn on your TV especially in music yeah. like the music videos that I watch like you see women of all different backgrounds all different body types yeah. all different you know races and all that kind of stuff and there's so much option out there it's not just like the one kind of blueprint of, of a female pop star yeah. or whatever and I really really like that um, I love that I love that and I can see the change in the younger generations through what they're wearing yes you know what totally. I mean you can see that change of like all these young girls just accepting their bodies for what yeah. they are and like not trying to, f- you know, kind of fit into anybody's ideal of what they should look like. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. Like, and I, like, I mean, there's still a fucking long way to go, but, um, like, I think it's at the minute, like, it is lovely to see younger generations. And that again, like, surely that breeds a generation of girls not being jealous of one another. Definitely. Because it's not like you need to look like this and if you don't, you better be sorry because you're yeah. going to feel some really bad emotions. Exactly. You know? It's like, yeah. they maybe don't have too much of that anymore, yeah. you know? It breaks my heart when, like, one of the saddest things I think I hear is when somebody says, like, oh, I'd love to dress that way or, like, you know, know, and but they're like, but I can't. And I'm like, why can't yeah. you? Do you know, like... Who is um, telling you this? Like, exactly. you know, because it's, you know, it's just, but it's just so, so ingrained. Ingrained is the word, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's fucking hell. Hello, pardon the interruption. It's Layla here and I just wanted to chat for a minute. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I'm really enjoying doing it. If you are enjoying listening, maybe you'd consider pledging a bit of financial support. I've now set up a Patreon for the podcast at patreon.com forward slash pre-drinks at Layla's. There you can pledge a monthly donation of a euro, two euros, three euros or four euros. Getting financial support means that I can pay my contributors and continue to produce this podcast. I don't intend to hide any content behind a paywall. If you become a patron, you will have first access to any live shows that I do and exclusive access to certain discounts. If you can't afford to pledge any support, please don't worry about it. I hope you'll still continue to listen and to spread the word. Once again, that's patreon.com forward slash pre-drinks Thanks so much, girls. Yeah. Um, I was only seeing like kind of, I can't remember where I was seeing it, but it was like a load of the old kind of covers of like FHM and all the kind of lads mags and stuff like that yeah. in the 90s and things and that was just like what a horrible fucking time oh my god like the articles yeah. and everything like you know just shitting all over women definitely like really yeah you know yeah it's just crazy to look back it is and people yeah. look back at the 90s and go oh wasn't it great I know yeah and I suppose that's how like I suppose it's like fucking boomers and stuff looking back going yeah. oh wasn't the 50s greatest yeah and like, uh, no it fucking wasn't <laughs> it's how nostalgia works really <laughs> yeah that's um, it yeah forget about all the bad shit like. people's um perspectives on things do make me laugh so much I bumped into a guy um I was out with a friend the other day just for a walk and we bumped into a guy who was actually in primary school with me mm. and I went to primary school in Wexford and yeah. uh he he was just chatting to me and saying like he'd seen me on you know uh, he'd seen me around and stuff and then I was saying are you living in Dublin full time and mm-hmm. he said yeah like for my sins 
And I was like, oh, you dislike it. And uh, I thought he was going to say, you know, it's expensive and all the like criticisms of Dublin. And he was like, it's just such an unfriendly city. And I was like, really? I was like, I don't find that at all. And he was like, you know, back home, it's so much friendlier. Like, first of all, I don't count Wexford as my home because we are actually from Dublin. But um, I was just like, oh, my God, like what a fucking privileged position because all I ever got was fucking horror. Exactly. For him, Um, it was fucking like lovely. Like, yeah. Yeah, Well, get out of Dublin. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was chased out of Wexford. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're full up. No, we're a joke. Imagine. (laughs) Um, no, but fucking hell. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like his perspective. But that's a, that's a mad thing to say. It's Dublin yeah, is unfriendly. I like really don't like think I've, I mean, I think Dublin, I think the atmosphere in Dublin has changed slightly mm-hmm. in certain places. Like just, yeah, there's like certain places I wouldn't feel comfortable at, like late at night walking and Definitely. stuff anymore, you know, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, to say it's unfriendly, like, uh, yeah, you know, I just, sometimes I even the people that are you know God love them like on the street and they're they'd be the f- fucking friendliest people oh to you oh my god you yeah. know what I mean I'm always having chats with people like that yeah um, just like you know when I was in Ranla there were like a huge kind of unhoused population and mm. um, I don't know if you talk to I think there's such a thing sorry this is such a tangent but uh, I, I think there's such a thing where um, people who are homeless are dehumanised or whatever Absolutely. like and if you actually just chat to them generally they're like yeah. Really nice people. They're just people. Exactly. They yeah. don't have a house. Exactly. And they should have a fucking house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're it's a lot like... fucking closer to their circumstances than we are Absolutely. to people in the doll. We totally are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something I've said about four times on this podcast before. <laughs> but just, you know, we have to be reminded. But it is a disgrace, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, how long did you live in Scotland then? I lived in Scotland. I moved to Scotland when I was. Um, about 12 years old my brother my little brother was just born just born okay and we did live we lived I grew up in Rialto okay and um, we moved to Scotland when I was about 12 so I did like kind of sixth class in Scotland okay and then I did my whole high school and then I did a year in performing arts in like the local college but it was like when I went to Scotland I wanted to come home did you straight away like I was just like this is happening yeah this is happening obviously you mm-hmm. know for a while but I want to go home and my mother said to me you can go home when you're 18 okay and uh, every holiday I got from school I was on a plane back here really? because I was proper daddy's girl okay me and my mom like we yeah when I when I started hitting that age like we really didn't get on for a good while you yeah. know we were like I well I was a fucking bitch yes me I too I was a horrible <laughs> bitch like yeah. you know what I mean really really was and uh, and yeah um, what was I saying yeah so I was in Scotland then and um, would come home every summer yeah or, and every Easter and the Christmas and everything and like looking back on that now I'm like oh my God, Neve, you horrible child. Like I left my mother every Christmas to come home and spend oh, it with yeah. my dad. Do you oh, know what God, I mean? Yeah. And now I'm like, like I'm a mom and my son is like 15 and I'm like, you know, oh my God, like if I, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that happened to me, like yeah. I'd be like, oh, and it would really, really hurt, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, so that was the, that was the kind of story. Like, and it's, it's funny because now looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have appreciated it more. Yeah. But in the moment I was like, you, you know, you took me away from my home. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, I want to be in Ireland and mm-hmm. I'm over here, 
you know, and I kind of resented my mom a little bit yeah. for for that. You know, it's a really difficult age to move oh a child. God. I think like yeah. at eleven or twelve, if yeah. you're a bit younger, then it's okay. And if you're a bit older, I think it might be a bit easier as well. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you might understand like certain things a little bit more. Yeah. But it's like to me at that time, it was like, you know. I was being dragged away. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's when kids that start being fucking assholes to each other as well. Like, yeah. it's, it's probably really hard to be the new kid in... Yeah, and to be Irish as well in the school, it was just like, you know, because it was like, there was a... I went to the local kind of... Ca- the Catholic high school, which was St. Columbus, and then there was a Protestant high school up the road. Right. But they found out that I was Irish, like, so they would shout things at me and stuff like that. Really? Like, yeah, on the way home. Like, oh you know, God. just shout shit at me. And at one, I remember one time... I was a bit older and I had enough. Yeah. You know, I had enough. And I remember I was walking back up the road one day and I th- put one of them up against a wall. <laughs> I like look back on this and I'm like, I obviously just. Yeah. I was just blacked out. You hit your. And I remember I put them up against the wall and I was like, if you say one other fucking thing about me, my uncle is in the IRA. <laughs> And I know where you fucking live. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and I never had that said to me again. Of course. And I was like, and I look back at that and I'm like, oh, Neve, you're that's so silly. Like, you know, but it was just like the only way I could think. Yeah. It's like, what do I do? You it know, does work how do with I British get people, them to, to stop? And I was just like, oh, okay, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Oh, God. Did what you needed to. But I love it now. I love, I go back and visit my mom and going back and it's her 60th birthday in two weeks and I'm going over for her party and stuff Gorgeous. and I love going back to Scotland now yeah. I like, and I really feel an affinity with Scotland now and I feel like kind of a little half Scottish you know what I mean Beautiful. and, I, and yeah. I love and I love that attachment because like I just think Scottish people are the best like they are just such kind hearted funny people yeah you know mm-hmm. and it's it's very very hard to have a bad time yes. in Scotland oh, you know what I mean I couldn't get over how friendly of a city Glasgow was because so people kept telling me oh it's going to be so rough and stuff and like there were shades of like you yeah, know but, but, rough. but it was like we weren't in any rough parts but like I you know I'd be used to kind of I don't know being around you know what people would consider rough like unhoused people and stuff from living yeah. in, in the city you yeah, know yeah. so uh, the, yeah I, just a friend and I decided to go really randomly because neither of us had ever been and yeah. we had the time of where our did you lives. go we we just went, yeah, we just stayed in like in the centre of Glasgow. Yeah. And we just went to like gay bars, straight bars. Um, Everywhere we went, we just ended up talking to random people. Yeah. Having, and then it was so cheap. It's so <laughs> it cheap. Such a nice oh my God, the drink Dublin. is so cheap yes. over there. <laughs> we couldn't get over it. Um, and do they still do like they do, like I remember going out in Scotland and it's like they do the two, you get like two vodkas for... Yes. A couple of quid, you yeah. know, and it's we were like getting, happy hours everywhere. Yeah, we were getting double vodka um, and mixer for three pounds each. Like, double oh. Beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was shocking. Yeah. I, I can't believe we survived, to be honest. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah. If somebody was like, came to you and they were like crippled with jealousy, they were struggling with it, what would be your advice? Um, That's a really good question. Uh. For myself, like, you know, kind of if I, you can only go off your own experience. So like how I would say to them is like, kind of try, try to start taking stock of all your emotions, like not only the jealousy, because you kind of need to know the difference between different emotions and like when you're going to feel them and when it's, you know, uh, when, and when it comes up, like what it feels like 
so that you know to you can get a hold on it. Do you know what I mean? But Definitely. I think, like for myself, I, like the last couple of years, um, I really got into doing yoga. Okay. And I do it every day. Mm-hmm. And like m- mental health wise, that has just helped me so much. Okay. Recognize my emotions and recognize that I am in control of my emotions. And yeah. like, it's up to me whether I, you know, kind of entertain this jealousy or not. Definitely. You know what I mean? And if yeah. you entertain jealousy, you know, it's like a black spot. It's just going to get bigger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, and it kind of, you have to catch it at the start and know what it is. Like, it's like if you're looking at somebody and you're like, I want what they have. And that's making me feel bad instead of making me feel I'm really happy for them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, that's, there's the difference there. So it's, yeah, catch it at the, if you, like I would say to somebody, like catch it at the very early stages if you're looking at somebody and what they, ha- if what they have going on is making you feel shitty. Yeah. You know, then realize that it's jealousy. And yeah. like some people don't like admitting that they're jealous. No, they hate people. it. They think it's embarrassing. And it's yeah. like that, I, that's so funny to me because it's just like, <laughs> Own your jealousy. Yeah. You know, absolutely own your jealousy. Yeah. And I think the more you do that, the less you're going to feel it. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's such a thing where like, you know, any of the mindfulness stuff or whatever, and I think it's so easy to poo-poo. Um, but, you know, this whole like focusing on yourself, I think is so worthwhile. And yeah. like, through focusing on yourself and focusing, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling jealous? You, je- like, you can use it in a healthy way. Yeah. Like, I, I always try to... You know, there are certain aspects of my personality that I'm always going to have. I'm quite controlling. I'm, um, yeah, I'm quite a jealous person. Like, there mm-hmm. are just certain things. And, like, I'm like, okay, how can I best channel these? Yeah. And I think turn, turning jealousy into kind of admiration, if you can. Absolutely, And being yeah. like, okay, well, I love, I would love to do what they're doing. Yeah. How did they get there? That kind of thing, you know, yeah. and think, think, try and channel it in a way that's, like, healthy to yourself or whatever. Why oh, am right. I feeling this way about this person? Maybe it's because... I could be doing this better or you know that yeah, kind of thing because it's, it all stems from you it's coming from somewhere inside yeah, of you you know yeah. so it's connected that little jealousy seed is connected to something that's going on inside your head definitely that you need to have a little bit of a look at yeah and insecurity is such a jealousy and insecurity go hand in hand I think and they're such like childish emotions yes. in a way like I, I yes. think of them as so childish and I think that's why we're so embarrassed to admit it sometimes yeah. but then I'm like we we obviously have a child inside ourselves who's feeling this way and all yeah. you have to do is like you know try and be nice to it you exactly. know what does a child need it needs kindness um, it needs kindness and yeah. understanding yeah. why that emotion is coming it can just be so so helpful um, it really can it really can or just understanding your jealousy and don't like just don't be ashamed to be jealous definitely as well you know what I mean yeah. catch it you know listen to it and then just throw it away yeah because oh. it's no use to you yeah. you know it's the mo- it's an emotion that's no use to you it's not going to make you feel better yeah. it's only going to make you feel worse every topic I, I discuss here like shame seems to come up so much like I, I just think it's such a hot topic at the moment I feel yeah. like doing 10 episodes with 10 different people about shame like just because yeah. I, I, it's just something that I think we need to talk about so much more Big um, time. Yeah. And like the bad emotions, like, you know, we all talk about like, let's get feeling better. And you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, everything's happiness and light and stuff. And it's like, no, people feel really shitty emotions that we need to fucking discuss. Yes, of course. There's been a lot of years of a lot of generations shoving this shit down. Yeah. That obviously it's going to just keep 
fucking bubbling over. Yeah, and pretending into the that next. like life is hard for everyone. I think. Yeah, um, and pretending that life isn't hard as they did for so long just makes people feel way more isolated. Way and more. Way more oh, ashamed of their feelings. Absolutely. The, we um, have a huge problem with shame in this country. Like, yeah. When I was in the eating disorder program, uh, I was in an eating disorder program in Pats and they did like emotion labeling, which was like one of the most beneficial things to me always because one of the things when I was going to therapy was that I was like, I just feel so much like there's just so much going on. And we got this sheet that was like, had like a million different words, like every word you could think of for an emotion, like jealous, frustrated, um, I don't know, tense, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it would just like put them so like, for instance, shame would actually, you'd just be like, that's a sad emotion. And like yeah. jealousy, you'd be like, that's an angry emotion. Insecurity yeah. is usually an angry emotion or a sad one, you yeah. know, and it just like simplified everything. And yeah. by by going, okay, there are like, you know, basically four or five like dominant emotions, like sadness, anger, happiness, like um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And by just realizing like, okay, I'm actually just feeling a lot of the same things, but it feels like a lot of d- different it things. Feels like, um, yeah, I get you. It, yeah, it was yeah. like such a way of like calming my brain. That's an amazing way. Of lo- absolutely. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never I really heard that, that. I heard that before. Like that. You know what? Yeah. I might try and find that sheet and put it on my Instagram or something because I actually That's just really think helpful. it was it was yeah. a gorgeous, um, yeah. gorgeous way of like kind of picking apart your brain. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. I I like to do that a lot. Yeah, you know? and I never like you know I'd be I would always be in a very. I don't know I guess I still am like I know I perform and stuff like that but I still am like quite an insular person like and yeah. a lot goes on in my head on a day to day basis yeah. you know and like I think um, working on my emotions is an everyday thing obviously you know Our... some days it's easier than others <laughs> yeah I you meant know to say I mean? of course not obviously sorry <laughs> <laughs> so obviously me Jesus <laughs> 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 God, that's a key that goes oh, right to my head. I love it. Do you have any questions for me? Um, I want to know more about like Wexford and like yeah. growing up in Wexford and where you grew up in Wexford and and your mom and dad. What are your mom and dad like? My mom and dad are a great people. Um, so we had a mobile home in Wexford as a lot of people did when we were yeah. young, and we just loved our life down there so much that we decided to move down. Um. Which, you know, was good for my sisters, I think, and mm. not so good for me. Yeah. Um, I loved living in Dublin and like I've always been such a social kid and we lived like surrounded by my family and friends and stuff. Yeah. I just remember like from day one, I felt so isolated. I used to sit on the stairs waiting for the doorbell to ring like because no, nobody would be coming, you know, because oh, we lived in the God. middle of nowhere, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what I also think like being so isolated is kind of where a lot of my creative brain came from and Absolutely. stuff um, and then yeah when when I was growing up a bit and it became clear that I was like that bit more I don't know gender non-conforming and that bit more rebellious yeah. um, my mom didn't really know what to do with um, in terms of secondary school yeah my two sisters were went to the biggest secondary school in Ireland at the time and yeah. she didn't want to send me there because she'd kind of heard like horror stories of some like okay. ways that people were bullied and stuff. So she sent me to like a small rural school in a seaside town, um, Kimmelkrich. Oh no uh, way! Which, yes, I have very fond memories of, to be honest. Yeah. And I think sometimes she might think that was a mistake because like I definitely felt like I definitely experienced bullying there and stuff like that. But I, I think it was so good for me. Um, I was a weapon when I was a teenager like, <laughs> like you said I was a horrible person oh. I have nothing to be proud of at that time <laughs> no, no, except that I survived yeah. <laughs> but the um, 
but yeah I loved being in a small school where like I knew everyone's name mm-hmm. everyone knew me um, and yeah it was just like a really good atmosphere for me I think yeah but at the same time I was always dying to get to Dublin you know I used to yeah well I used to just think like I just need to be in a city I just need to be and did you keep in touch with friends that you had when you were younger when you moved to Wexford then no because I was like eight or nine and then I was in a boys school as well so like I never really got on that well that was a huge thing about moving to Wexford was that I was in a mixed school for the first time and I was like oh my god I feel so much more comfortable here yeah the yeah, the I used to think I'd come to Dublin, come to college here and then like get as far away from Ireland as I could. Okay. I used to think that like my my discomfort at being like down the country and stuff was like a hatred for this country. Mm-hmm. But then when I got to Dublin, I just relaxed so much. I was like, I love it here so much. Yeah. Um, I do think it's such a friendly city and I've gone on about this um, huge amount in past episodes. But like, I love that I walk out on the street and like bump into people I know all the time yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like, I like that it's a small city. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like, I used to want to be like anonymous and get lost in like a city. And I don't want mm-hmm. that anymore. Um, so I'm really, really happy here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, now I'm like, I'm, I'm getting to the point. I, I think I have a lot of trauma tied up with like where I lived and stuff growing yeah. up. And I'm get, but I'm getting to the point where I'm enjoying going down to Wexford. Okay. And like, You're enjoying um, visiting. Yeah, yeah, and feeling that bit calmer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to find it really hard because like my dad would live in Gorey and my mom lives in Courtown. And yeah. going into Gorey, you just bump into people you know all the time. And I used to find that very hard. Whereas now I'm very like, stressful. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah. And I, I just used to feel so like horribly visible. Um, yeah. There, like everyone was like gossiping about me and stuff like that. And then, you know, I've always struggled with thinking that the world was against me, and yeah. that that really um, heightened in Wexford. Um, but I'm I'm at the point now where I'm I'm healing from it and yeah. getting to enjoy being down there a bit more. So I really like that, and I really like oh, to hear that good. you have a good relationship with Scotland now. Yeah, um, it's nice. Like, it's nice to turn these things around on your own terms. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? On, on, you know, kind of because you've, you know, worked on yourself and come to the realization that, you know, it's like, um, it, it's a part of your life. Definitely. You know, and yeah. it's, and, uh, and I, yeah, I've definitely turned around, turned it around and being like, I, love telling people now that I lived in Scotland yeah. you know what I mean and I love like t- when I hear a Scottish accent I'm like oh I live in Scotland <laughs> straight away like that's the first thing out of my fucking mouth like, you know but it's just one of those things it's just like yeah now it's a now it's a like it's a little badge that I wear I'm like Gorgeous. you know and I and I really enjoyed that 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 it's turned around because it was you know fucking tough at yeah. points and really fucking shitty like yeah. you know yeah. really lonely and you kind of feel like nobody's on your side. Yeah. You're out on your own, you know? Yeah. But holding on to that sadness and resentment just wouldn't wouldn't be a good thing in the end anyway. No, um, no. Especially when you have Hold to Hold on to a there. little taste of it for of being course. when you want to be creative. Like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, that's about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my miserable corner. I, I like to keep that. I said that to a therapist one time. I was like, she asked me why I was so afraid of being happy. And I was like, what if I become, if I lose my miserable corner? What if I, what if I... I have nothing to talk about anymore. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You need ever... that. Like, there's a little taste. What if I can't moan? <laughs> <laughs> so, the last thing is the question of the week. The very important question, which was, pick three things that make you happy. 
Which was a nice question. That's a lovely question. It was lovely. Because I love all that. I love like that's it's like a big thing in yoga is like think about the things that you're grateful for, mm. you know, and I think that's a really good place to go in your head. Yeah. Um, I would say number one, probably hanging out with my family and my friends. Okay. Like yeah. in terms of like. You know, if there's like a family party or, you know, we're kind of I'm out going out with my friends or ha- or we're going to do a gig, like just being in groups with people that I love. Yeah. Like it just genuinely fills my soul up, you know, and I love yeah. that. Um, Like we've quite a kind of uh, we've a big enough family, like in terms of, you know, it's gas because my husband would always slag me about this, but I have like second cousins and third cousins <laughs> that I call my cousin. Okay, yeah. You know, because so we I were actually, always yeah. like, you know, together and mm-hmm. always very close was always, you know, sing songs in the house and family par- birthdays and this and that, you know. And every time, even from when I was younger, I always just loved when my family were together you know and like it made me really happy and like I have uncles that are hilarious and they'd have everybody cracking up and it was always a really nice kind of feeling like so when we get those like those moments kind of get few and far between as you get older because everybody obviously you know gets on with their own lives and stuff Mm -hmm. so when they happen again you know I I'm just I'm very um conscious of being in the moment at these things yeah. now and just being really like okay I you know I'm gonna use this to fill up your cup as they say in yoga fill like, up, just yeah, fill up your yeah. good stuff in your body like you know yeah. what I mean and I find like that definitely hanging out with people I love you know it's like just makes me the happiest yeah for sure that was a that was a big chunk of my show was that like I actually think the most important thing to me these days and like it sounds so wet it's just the connections that you make with people like absolutely just everything and to be and to feel lucky in that because you know I've had friends over the years who don't have good connections with their family yeah. who have really really bad or no connection with mm-hmm. their family you know and it's kind of like you know makes I feel really lucky yeah that you know that that I was lucky enough to have to have that and to still have that and to still have you know, lovely family members who, when we all get together, we just have a fucking laugh. Yeah. You know? Beautiful. And I think it's really important, Mm -hmm. you know, for my own personal mental well-being, it's important, you know? Yeah. Um, So that's one thing. Yeah, we need two more about (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so second, probably singing. Singing, Singing. yes. Yeah, singing. Like, singing, singing for me, um, I don't know what it does. I like. I'm trying to think. I've so many times. I've tried tried to think about what it does to my brain, but it mm-hmm. does something. Like okay. something fucking happens in there, <laughs> and I. It's almost like I disappear. Yeah. Like because I feel like a lot of the time I am quite in my own head, and I'm like this constantly, you know, kind of like this conversation and thinking about this and thinking about that, mm-hmm. and I start singing. It's like, it's blank okay you know wow. what I mean and yeah. it's just like me and the words and the melody gorgeous you know and I love that and I kind of I go to that like if I'm kind of feeling a bit sad or something um, and I can kind of get myself sitting up right I'll put my guitar on my lap and just sing a couple of songs that I just like to sing yeah and almost like self-soothing yeah you know what I mean definitely yeah. and um like I love that I can do that you yeah. know yeah but like singing and, and it's always made me really happy um, I sang in choirs when I was younger I, like I like love musicals I 
like my whole life I've loved musicals mm-hmm. and I just loved the happiness of them and how joyous everybody seemed yeah. you know in the big in the big uh, numbers at the end and stuff like yeah. that the euphoria you know I'm so delighted to hear that like even though it's your job like it's it still provides you with so much joy you oh know? it absolutely does and like I like the funny thing is is like I don't know how to do anything else <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like if I really think about it like I don't really know how to do anything else so I'm kind of fucked like <laughs> if, You're I, stuck, we're stuck if I if I just like I hope I uh, but like it's it, you know I've kind of realised that over the years that like that you know it, like I still am very hard on myself a lot of the times and I'm still like terrified of singing out of key and you know I'm just like all like I'm still scared of things like that you yeah. know but um, but I just love I love I love singing and I've and yeah I've always loved it it's yeah, it makes me feel really good. Okay. Yeah. And one more. Oh my god. <laughs> um, one more. Like we kind of covered a lot with the family and friends. Like that's kind of a. Yeah. That's kind of a. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. I'm trying to think, like, you know, kind of something really silly that makes me happy. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's kind of silly. I would say, you know what? Um, this just popped into my head now. Do you know when you get those hangovers where you can't stop laughing? Yes. I yeah. always get those. I always remember those as like some of the <laughs> happiest days of my life. Yeah. You know those kind of yeah. ones where you're just like Slop everything is fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, you don't like you still you're still a little bit drunk from the <laughs> night before for sure. And like the world, it like it just feels good. Everything feels Definitely. good. Like, you yeah. know, I love those. Yeah. yeah. I never yeah. want to go home when I'm hungover because I'm know. always so giddy and yeah. if I'm at a friend's house I literally just like stay on their couch all day I get real <laughs> like, giggly and yeah. stuff like that and like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well um, I can go one or the other way like I can have my head in the toilet all day or else like, I can be laughing so yeah, so it's one or the too. other <laughs> um, I have some funny answers that I picked out oh nice um, I'm just going to read three out because I only got three answers <laughs> so, nice just going to be honest about that um, so somebody said weed sex and pepsi max Okay. Um, Not I don't agree with the Pepsi I'm, Max. I'm judging your life choices. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> About the Pepsi Max, the rest is grand. Yeah, um, the rest is fine. Money, Dick, and Britney Spears. Um, I, I could, nice. I could yeah. get on board with that a bit. Okay. Quicker. Yeah. And then this one's actually a nice one. My dog therapy and iced coffees. And then they said so basic. <laughs> oh, that's really nice though. Yeah. I do love my my cat. Does make me happy now. Like, yeah. I think of her. Yeah. She makes me really happy, and especially like. It's nice to have her because um, when Darren is away, like he's away in America at the minute on a tour and like it's just me and the cat in the house. Okay. And she definitely, you know, kind of knows when I'm feeling a bit sad, I think. You know what I mean? Like I think animals are quite instinctive like and she'll, she kind of won't leave me alone and she'll sit down on my lap and Mm. stuff like, you know, I love her to bits. She's amazing. Yeah. I have so many friends, cats who like, I think they like a person when they're on their own as well. I think they, they relax a lot more. She acts um, so differently when there's anybody else in the house. I know. Like, it's like she's a different cat. Yeah. When it's just me and her, she's totally relaxed, you know. Yeah. But when there's other people there, she's just like, I'm going to go and hide for yeah. about two hours. <laughs> I have a friend and his cat um, is a monster. I'm talking about you, Queen, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> she's a little monster. And then when it's just me in the house, she like, oh, I saw the videos and you can't believe it. Like she absolutely adores me. I love but it. But then she'll act like she's never met me before in her life. The minute he comes home, I'm like, it's, what the fuck? That's so funny though. Like I love that about their personality. It was like, who are you? They're full Sorry, of what? personality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love them. Um, yeah. 
So I think I'm going to wrap up there. Um, Sweet. I'm just going to say my thank yous. Um, thank you. I don't even need to read this. I know. I know it by now. Thank you, <laughs> Niall Dogan, for being my brilliant producer. Um, without whom this podcast could never be made. Thank you to DJ Succulent for my music, and thank you, Neve Farrell, for being my gorgeous guest. Thank you very much for having me, and I, I have, really enjoyed that. And yeah. best of luck with the rest of the episodes and stuff. I had a listen, and it's great. It's oh, great. I love you. it. I love. They're my favorite kind of podcasts where people just kind of chat about stuff, and you know get to know things about each other and stuff I love it yeah well I've really really enjoyed this chat so I thank love you this so chat. much and I really appreciate you coming out thank I you thought. very much and yeah maybe we'll have you back someday yes I'd love that <laughs> okay brilliant